Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey. This is part two of our three, maybe four, <laughs> part series of going back through Mass Effect with the Legendary Edition having just came out. I think you said R, like I'm also a part of this. I'm just like, I remember Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am replaying what I'm remembering is one of my favorite franchises ever. Mm-hmm. While Doug is sitting there going, eh, I should probably play Mass Effect because they're great. Yeah. But anyway, this is part two. Mm-hmm. So I just finished up Mass Effect 2. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't played this since it was originally released. I only went through it once. And oh, that. Cool. And that feels weird because having, in my mind, this was always one of those games where it's like, that is one of my all-time favorite games. Yeah. But I've only played it once. And it was oh, like so you, so you had 15 no years ago. So it was one of those things <laughs> where it's like, I just slotted in my top 10 because at the time it was. And I was like, well, it must have been good. Sure. I remember sure. being pretty good. But <laughs> having gone back through it, this game is so good is for so many reasons. Yeah. And the Legendary Edition actually throws in all the DLC and stuff, which I thought I played, and I realized there was one that I didn't because I actually hadn't seen it before. And I was like, this Mm -hmm. seems very new. So the DLC is all in it. The DLC is incredible, awesome side stories that go along really well with what's going on. So just the whole game itself is just incredible. I. I remember Mass Effect 2. I, I'm just curious, like, because you went, you jumped from Mass Effect 1 to 2. And I remember 2 made a lot of, like, I'll just say, quote-unquote, improvements. But it's just, like, massive amount of changes to how that game functioned. Was yeah. it kind of, was it kind of like, wild going, like, from Mass Effect 1 to Mass Effect 2 and, like, all the changes? And did you like the changes and that kind of stuff? So, Legendary Edition updated a lot of the, like, archaic stuff in Mass Effect, the first one. Oh, okay. So, no, because it actually plays almost exactly the same as Mass Effect 1. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that. Because oh, okay. like one of the few things that Legendary Edition did, it changed up changed up a lot of the stuff that Mass Effect 1 did yeah. to make it fit better with 2 and 3. Oh, okay. Okay. So, there I mean there's definitely you can definitely feel like this was designed much better for combat situations. This is designed much more third-person shooter first RPG second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because just in the way that the combat does because the combat's balanced almost perfectly. Every power gun ammo type seems like it has their places the way that every encounter is kind of set up the way that things are designed with all the like waist high walls everything's in its <laughs> sure. right spot everything fits <laughs> perfectly and it's really designed to be that shooter first with those extra powers kind of coming in from your squad mates as you need them mm-hmm. so i didn't get because that's what i was expecting i was like okay so this is going to be a huge improvement for mass effect one and then i went oh that's pretty much the same game i just played just clearly more fine-tuned like clearly like sure. was designed with this play style in mind that's interesting so i so i guess the changes then wouldn't be as big but i mean like because it's just plot and characters and stuff is what did really good in the first one so the second one also you know assumed does exactly pretty good <laughs> exactly it, it's it's almost like they went back and went okay let's adjust mass effect one to the gameplay standard of two and three gotcha okay that's cool so again, I think I think the biggest change just comes in the fact that you can kind of feel as you're going through and as you're playing it, like, okay, this was intended this way, whereas Mass Effect 1 has some weird spots where you're like, oof, this is kind of difficult, this is kind of clunky, like, okay, like, yeah. because I think, again, that gameplay was a little bit different in the initial version. Gotcha. Um, so I don't want to talk forever about this because it's like a 10-year-old game, so most of you have already played, and if you haven't, please stop listening and go play it. Um <laughs> But the opening of this game is so good. Yes. Yeah, like, I do remember the opening. I do remember the opening. So 
basically the opening takes place a couple a little while after all this stuff goes down and you're on the normandy you're just doing another mission and the normandy just gets the shit blown out of it and shepherd dies yeah i i, I really love the scene because i remember the scene because it's like you're in space like like yep. the ship explodes but you're still inside a spaceship that exploded so instead of just dying like you're actually aren't you like walking through the ship or something like yeah made it, like after it's been destroyed yeah. yeah you're like trying to get other people out trying to make everything happen it's it's probably a 15 minute scene or so and it has that like captain going down with the ship vibe of like <laughs> yeah. shepherd's gonna save his crew and like oh the normandy's gone but like i'm gonna get my people out of here and that's like oh but yep i'm dead yeah and that's the first 20 minutes of this game is you just die which yeah is one of those weird things where like you wouldn't think it would work to so, like oh we're just gonna kill off the main character in the beginning of the game and then you're gonna play as the main character of course because you're still shepherd yeah it just it's one of those things that hits hard because you don't anticipate it especially if yeah. you're like oh yeah shepherard made this choice and, and you go through and like double check your choices as you load them in from mass effect one you're like okay yep all right oh that's cool yeah let's go shepherd and then oh he died why were we concerned <laughs> about like how he felt about this character that like, sure. he's dead yeah and then it launches into kind of this little like like the opening credits and everything where it's like okay this terrorist organization who's briefly mentioned a couple times in Mass Effect 1 Cerberus where it's like this is the terrorist group is how this is yeah. viewed like people do not like Cerberus and they just revive you and then you oh, wake up cool. as their station's getting attacked and they're like run around you're like why am I here with these people like what did you do what happened how long has it been and you kind of have that like holy shit what's going on and then every action you have from there is going like well Cerberus is a terrorist group However, they're helping me do my ultimate mission of defeating the Reapers and, in this case, the Collectors yeah. as they're coming through here. But it's kind of not a great yeah. group of people. And every person you interact with has that same, like, seriously, dude? Cerberus? Like, does that does that work well with the binary choices, though? Because to me, that seems like really cool gray zone stuff. But I imagine that does that work well with the binary, yes, you're a good guy, you're a bad guy sort of stuff? I think so. Um, okay. just because I think a lot of times you can kind of, at least what I normally do with it or what I did with it was kind of double played it. So it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, like you go and you, yeah, I mean, you obviously see old characters. So like you see Rex, you're like, no, it's okay. Like I'm just, it's just a patch on my arm. I'm not actually working for them. Like they're just financing oh, this thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you go talk to like the other guy, like the elusive man who's like the central figure of Cerberus and you're like, yeah, no, I appreciate all this. Yeah, of course. Like, I'll help that. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you walk out of the room like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't work for Cerberus. This isn't my jam. Like, no, they're yeah. horrible people. I get it. So yeah. I, you can kind of double play because of those choices. So, I mean, if you're trying to play, like, strictly Renegade or st- strictly Paragon, then Merrick, maybe you run into that issue, but... Yeah, that's fair. I didn't really do it. But, um, again, and then you also run into the fact of, like, the same thing with Mass Effect 1, where nobody really believes what you're saying. You're like, yes, oh no, these collectors yeah. are coming to come and get you. And they're like, and service is like, no, dude, like, you're right. Like, oh, for cool. <laughs> sure, these guys are coming to get you. And every other person's like, some bullshit. <laughs> 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 what what proof do you have? Oh, that that's it? Oh, that's, that's some bullshit then. Like, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. So it, it really is kind of cool the way that you kind of bounce off of this kind of terrorist shadowy group. And every mm-hmm. time you're talking with them, like nothing ever feels like it's kind of on the level with them. Like you always yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. you're getting half information. <laughs> and sure, there's a sure, couple sure. parts where it's like, Oh, we got to go get this. And you got to come back and it's like, you set me up, didn't you? You knew. Yep. That's fu- but you lived and it worked out for us, but yeah, <laughs> we set you up. sorry, man. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. 
it, it works really well. And again, I just think the opening and the way that you kind of come into that organization, kind of having that like um, gratitude for this organization, essentially saving you, resurrecting you, putting you back on the path and really believing in your mission, but also knowing that like they're kind of the bad guys of the galaxy, like the bad human yeah. group is kind of, it's a neat back and forth between all of that. Mm-hmm. So the thing that Mass Effect 2 is kind of known for is that it's essentially go find your people. And that's yes. the game. Yeah, yeah. And that's the game. I, in my mind, that never worked well. But having played it now, I think it works really, really well because you get everybody's perspective so well. You mm-hmm. get the perspective of the Koreans. You get the perspective of the Asari, of the Krogan, of every different group. And you're seeing these things. You're hearing about the collectors. You're hearing about the stuff of Cerberus. You're hearing about how everybody's interacting from different perspectives, whereas Mass Effect 1 you really just get the human side of it. And yeah, you have Mm -hmm. these other characters, but you never really get to know them quite as well as you do in Mass Effect 2. Sure. And it really builds these characters up really, really well in a way that, okay, I know the perspectives of my crewmates. I know where they come from. I know how they're seeing all these events unfold and how that then impacts what you do as Shepard, I think really works well. Yeah. No, that's cool. I do remember, is it just that singular, we're building towards this one mission sort of thing? Because yeah. I, I remember, I remember everybody talks about the finale mission, but I couldn't remember story wise. Is it all building to like everybody knows they're going on this mission? Is that kind of the idea? So literally, like the first thing you get from Cerberus is like we know the Omega Four relay is where the collectors live. Yeah. Nobody gets out of it alive. We think you can do it. Go get a team and team. Do okay. It. Yeah. So yeah. it yeah. it really builds on that, and of course, it's like this isn't. It's one of those things where like the Reapers are in hiding for thousands and thousands and like hundreds of thousands of years so it's yeah. not like this like it has to happen this second which i think works really well for the game and kind of encourages you to do the side stuff because it's like you can really do this whenever like they give it to you oh, in okay. the game like this is what you're going to do yeah, yeah go do it but because it's kind of like a well we know they're going to come eventually yeah yeah it's not like they're coming tomorrow and you're like yeah, but, sure but jack so it's like, really wants to go back to where she grew <laughs> up like <laughs> yeah the worst the worst is definitely like a, an rpg where like this this thing is there's a countdown to this thing happening and then you're doing mini games in between but this exactly. one like they actually kind of contextualize like you know we need to do this soon but you know we need to really prepare prepare before we go in kind of thing which is exactly what it does it's like okay yeah. In order to do this, you need a strong crew. Go get your crew. Okay, you've got a yeah. good chunk of your crew. In order to do this, you need to have these couple parts for your ship in order so that your ship just doesn't blow up when you touch this thing. Okay, sure. so now go yes. get those couple yeah. parts. So it's a really weird game in the fact that I think you really know what you're doing from the beginning, and you really don't do anything but prepare for that one thing the entire yeah. game. Yeah. And it seems like such a weird story thing to go like this. What's this game? Oh, well, you go through the relay and you fight the. You have to defeat the collectors there. Okay, well, yeah. what do you do in between? You just go find people. It's funny for <laughs> it's... like for like you think like for an RPG like that story is like almost too simple for like an RPG or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like, like trying to describe like Persona, just general plot is just like okay, you got ten minutes to me <laughs> to explain <laughs> this. <laughs> well, compared to like the Mass Effect, that is kind of fun. It's just like a singular sort of thing. But you can, but then I think that just kind of gives you a sandbox from which to play, and probably probably gives you a nicer sandbox to play in. Then, and th- and that's the thing. I I hate side missions because I always feel like that. Like okay, if I'm really like in this role playing aspect of this, I'm really thinking this through. Like this spaceship's gonna come and blow the world up unless you stop it. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow. 
go get a team and like yeah. oh, there's a really fun card game you can play in the middle too like if you really <laughs> want to you can spend like hours getting lost in this card game but like don't forget they're coming to kill us but also yeah. like if you go over here there's this cool racing game you can do and this yeah. dude really like he really needs you to go find his lost kids like yeah, every, i know the yeah. planet's gonna be blown up in six <laughs> hours but like if you could find his lost kid, like yeah it, just, yeah, exactly. it works so well because it's not a timetable yeah but with it as well, I think the other thing that that allows them to do is because the rest of it is kind of on your own, they can kind of play with all these things. Because every mission, like if you haven't played it, essentially the basic mission is, or basic structure is, find person, do person's backstory mission, yeah. repeat like 11 times. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. each mission, the way they do it, it feels very different. Yeah, so it's like, like different genres. It's almost like different yeah. genres of sci-fi, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like one of them, Tali, who's um, with the Quarians, who kind of have this their old their own fleet. They don't have a planet. The Geth, this robotic race, kind of destroyed their planet, so they're kind of lost in there. She basically gets summoned as like, you did some bad things. You got to go to court, and we're probably just going to throw you in jail. Yeah. So yeah. it ends up working being like this like weird courtroom drama where you have to go to this other spaceship and find the evidence in the spaceship that you aren't the bad guy. Go back and do that. Um, one of them you go to and it's basically this stranded group of people whose spaceship crashed like 10 years ago and like this weird like cultish cannibalish society has arisen and you've got to kind of make your way through that and figure out what happened yeah um there's a mission it was originally one of the dlc ones but it's roped in here where you go to a fancy party and you've got to steal some oh, stuff for this dude like that's pretty cool so it hits all these different things, and they're not all super combat-focused. The one with yeah. where you're breaking in, I think, only has maybe, like, two or three combat sections, and they're pretty much all at the tail end, but you do the other, like, half hour of it just wandering through this party. Like, go find some of this. Find some evidence of this. Go talk to him. Get his voice recorded. Yeah. All these kind of things. Um, and it just it works so well because it's constantly this feeling of, like, okay, I'm doing something new. And yes, the vast majority are combat focused where it's like, okay, sure, yeah, go yeah. kill this dude, go hunt this dude down. But there's enough mixing up there that I think it just it feels so good just to go through all this that yeah. it really almost feels kind of like you said, more of a sci fi anthology of like just sure. different oh, types sure. of space yeah. stories all yeah. happening to this crew while they're on this overall mission of like building up a team to go take down yeah. the collectors and I, I remember the one thing i did remember about mass effect 2 is that it felt like grittier because the people you were meeting like and joining your team are just like some of them are just like not good people just like yeah like it's just straight up just like pretty much bad guys <laughs> bad guys and they all come from different places too so you've got like miranda who's like the like corporate lobbyist who's like yeah. one of the hedge service people you've got um grunt who's basically a genetic lab experiment in a tube yeah. you've got um morden who's like this doctor who kind of created the genophage but it's also kind of trying to stop it so he's like yeah. kind of a part of a mass genocide but also kind of like <laughs> maybe that was a bad idea yeah um so you just have all these different people who join your team who are just coming from different spots and again i think that's why it works so well because you're getting these people's perspectives you're seeing their backstories you're seeing mm -hmm. how they feel about these things that are going on how they interact with each other with shepherd it just works really well. I think Jack's kind of the biggest obvious of like this broken character who's like, again, yeah. just like a lab rat who's been. I like Jack a lot. I, Jack was the one character I remember. I, I think I used her a lot. I thought she was like pretty cool. It's just an idea. I don't mm -hmm. remember her backstory at all. I just remember she was cool looking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, basically, she was picked up because she had like high biotic potential, which is like the like essentially magic of Mass Effect. Yeah. And she just gets like recruited by a Cerberus and goes into like their like test labs and stuff and basically lives there forever, breaks out, kills a bunch of people, and then gets sucked into like this like 
it's kind of the thing that comes to my mind is like the Mandalorian if you haven't played it, where it's just like this floating spaceship prison. And that's oh, it. It's yeah, like you're yeah, just locked yeah. in a yeah. shell, cell in this floating spaceship so you can never get out. Yeah. So she essentially is in there and you have to go break her out of jail. But again, one of the cooler characters. Again, another cool story that just fits into kind of this anthology case. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I the one thing I do want to talk about, and like it's not I'm trying not to get too spoiler, but the one thing I do remember about the final mission that you do build up to, like they let the stakes, like I, f- I remember the stake build up, like the build up, like bad things will happen on this mission sort of thing. And I do remember that finale mission. I was like, bad things did happen on this mission. <laughs> so <laughs> I, mean, I definitely not to get a spoilers, but like, I just remember the ending of that being like, Oh, this is like completely satisfied the build up to like what they were warning about and that, all that kind of stuff. So again, because different endings, different choices, you can play it. So like, almost everyone dies yeah you can play it like i did if you do almost everything and get the platinum trophy everybody <laughs> lives and it's like yeah we did yeah. a great job guys oh, we prepared well. <laughs> um, and then obviously a range in between there but basically yeah. yeah essentially when you go in is you go to this big base and it's like okay we need to pick somebody who can sneak in through the vents who yeah. do you want that person to be yeah. okay if you pick right the person lives because like, okay, that's somebody who has like technical prowess is loyal to yeah. you. Did all the build up. Okay. We need somebody who's good with the biotics. Like they're going to help protect this biotic shell around you while you're going through here. Okay. Yeah. If you pick the right person, you've got them leveled up. You've got them loyal. You've got all this stuff works out. You need to pick somebody who's a good leader to lead like team two. What yeah. everybody's doing this now. So depending on the choices, it really, again, encourages you to do all those side missions and everything because, um, if I'm remembering correctly, essentially, if they're not loyal and you have them do any of those tasks, they die. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just remember the thing. It's just like thinking of like those games where like loyalty is a big part. Like, I keep going back to Persona, but there's other games like relationships are really important. But in this one, it's like actually it, it they matter a lot in that final mission of how it plays out, which I thought was like really cool. Like it actually yeah. paid. It essentially like, it paid off by putting risk of them not love them of you losing essentially yeah which is not making it out yeah which is never explicitly stated but it's very clear like okay like you need to make sure these guys are on board with this is kind of the way they talk about it like okay they need to be like with it they need to be 100 percent in on this and you do that by doing their they're called loyalty missions so yeah i think again i think it gives you a good backbone skeleton of raised like okay this is why this is going to work this is how this is going to come this the outline of this the not that deep but everything you're doing has a purpose has a meaning to yeah. this final build-up that it's doing it's one of the one of the only games i can think of where everything builds to one thing and it works so well yeah yeah cool game but right now i'm going about every other game every other month or so playing one so part, <laughs> part three in september or so yeah yeah i'm curious i'm curious i have I, I know nothing about mass effect 3 so that, that one i'm actually kind of curious about because I, I just never played it all I remember is I didn't play it like right at launch, but I just remember people like bitching like crazy about the ending. I got to the ending. I was like, oh, that, that was okay. Yeah. yeah. You could have made, made worse choices. You could have made better <laughs> choices, but it was fine. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious how you're going to feel about it, especially doing like one right after the other. Oh. Same. But anyway, we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.